Uh, Dave, are we rolling? Are we rolling? We are rolling. Okay, we are rolling. Three, two, one. Welcome to another edition of the TMG podcast number 13. Is that correct? I think we're on 13, rolling right along into the heart of November football. And we have the regular uh, crew with us. Tony Barnhart is back. Um, He's got a lot of exciting news to report. We have... Mark Blauchen uh, anticipating poor weather, but not you know not until tomorrow. But he's already dreading uh, a lousy Tuesday in uh, Situate, Massachusetts. And uh, we have Herbie Gould from Chicago, where it's a balmy uh, twenty-one degrees. Is that right, Herbie? Twenty-one. Uh, that's tomorrow. We got we got record cold and two inches of. This is early. It's it's January and November. Wow. Any? How about how about yeah. the wind wind factor? What about wind chill? All that stuff. I know my my the wind is uh, the wind is there. You know the tree got. We thought we might lose our front tree. We have a nice oh, river no. birch, and it got caught a lot of wet snow, so we had to bang the snow off the tree. Ah. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I'm so glad I live in the south. Yeah, and David, we we don't want to tell them what the weather is in Chino Hills today. It's. Uh, it was a little the morning fog, uh, kind of a, a marine layer, but it's probably going to be seventy-two. I think. Anyway, you guys are soft. We are we are definitely soft. We definitely soft. Uh, okay, let's get to the show. Let's first thank uh, our sponsors: APBAGames.com, the unchallenged king of quality sports strategy games, and of course, we are coming to you live on tape from Revelation Recordings. Their Twitter handle is at RevRecChino. And the email, contact.revelationrecordings at gmail.com. I think we got it. And we do want to thank uh, RevRec for hosting this show. And uh, as I disclaimed last week, we are recording on Monday. So by the time you hear this, the second round of the uh, uh Playoff rankings will be have been announced, and as I joke last week, and it's even tr- more true. By the time you hear this recording, the entire MAC uh, schedule will have been played. Now, last week it was <laughs> I, I, I I busted up looking at it. Now, last week it was two games on Tuesday, but now there's you know that we might not you might not hear this till Thursday, and I think I think there's you know five MAC games before. Uh, Thursday. So, um, you know, this is this is the Mac, the Mac that we love. Anyway, let's get to the exciting show, and we will start as always with Mr. College Football and what what did we learn? And Tony, you were at the game of the century, um, and it was certainly exciting. But give us a report about what you learned coming out of that game in Tuscaloosa. Well, I learned. Uh after consulting with my, my guru, of course, is Mr. Blauschen. <laughs> uh, LSU's in the playoffs. Uh, they, they've got – here are LSU's final three games. At Ole Miss, Arkansas, and eight, yeah. and Texas A&M, who's six and three. They're going to win those three games. In fact, they're going to boat race those three teams because they want to be number one. And so uh, – even if they were to lose to, to Georgia or in the SEC championship game, their resume at 12-1 and one would be better than any one-loss team out there. So, number one, LSU is in the playoffs. 
Number two, Alabama can still get there, but they got to get a lot of help. I think it's more, it's less likely than more likely that they're going to get in. Hmm. Uh, now, you, that's not what you're going to hear from Tuscaloosa, and it, it will be fascinating to see where Alabama is to, uh, on Tuesday mm-hmm. night. Again, we're taping this on we're taping this on Monday, but where is where is Alabama in the rankings? Do they just drop to four? Do they drop to five? Does Oregon jump over them? So, those, yeah. to me, those are the two biggest things coming out of. Uh, what was a great day at Bryant-Denny State. Yeah, it sure was. Now, Tony, I would say, there to your point, I think there was a reason why the committee put Alabama at three. Now, you know, they were one in the coaches' poll, and, you know, the coaches couldn't drop them very far, and, and the same as the AP. But I think there's a reason why the committee did this, right? Anticipating a loss to uh, LSU uh, and then being able to manipulate, you know, in the second week accordingly. is That's, more, that's sort of what you're saying, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. I mean, first of all, Alabama's got to get to 11-1. Yeah. That, that's a big if because they got to go to Auburn, which is going to be, I think, a difficult game for them. But it, it'll be – I'm just interested. They're going to drop, but I'm just interested how far do right. they drop. Yeah. And do they drop – like, for example, do they drop below Oregon, who's sitting there at 8-1? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's you – know, To me, that – to me, that would be the next big indicator from the committee. Well, I, I predicted uh, on Twitter that there's no, there was no way that it's just it. There's not, not that mechanism in anyone's brain right now to jump Oregon over Alabama. And the writers didn't do it, and the coaches didn't do it. And we'll see right. if the committee, which is chaired by by Oregon's AD, not that he has anything to do with this, but he's there. Um, and we'll see if the committee does anything different. I think it's more likely that. Georgia might end up in that four spot, and then Alabama, then Oregon at six. But let's go to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Situate, and he's got some bragging to do because uh, he had LSU number one from day one, and that's, boy, is that looking like a great pick, Mark Blouchin. Uh, what did what did you know that we didn't know? Well, a true confession, guys, when I, when I made that prediction, I projected Alabama winning on Saturday night, but then LSU making it as, as that large team. Oh, all right. I, I didn't. I didn't Never mind. Have them going thirteen zero, so I, I still had them number one, and 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 I just felt that looking at their schedule, they won all those games, which I thought they could, and and, and everyone got over the end or on not winning the big game factor. I thought they were a good team to pick. Yeah, smart pick, um, Herbie Gould. A lot went on in the Big Ten this week. Were were you surprised? Uh, that that Minnesota won that game. Um, was, did that, was, is that a big shock? Should we be shocked by that? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. I mean, not only did they win that game, but they dominated it. I mean, there was nothing fluky about that. It wasn't like a turnover thing with Penn State, although they had turnovers. But Minnesota just punched them in the uh, punched them in the mouth. And you know, I I was surprised, and I think anybody who really even outside of Minnesota who follows college football would have been surprised because you didn't see it. You know, Minnesota didn't have a strength of schedule win. Their signature win before this might have been Illinois. They barely got past people like Georgia Southern and and Fresno. Um, All credit to P.J. Fleck. You know, we kind of make fun of him for all that Mm. row the boat, you know, rah-rah stuff. But they've got a really nice team. I mean, our friend Dave Jones, who covers Penn State, said that Minnesota has the best 
set of receivers in the nation. Whoa, oh, whoa. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I was shocked by that, too, because Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State has good receivers. Wisconsin has a, a really good pair of receivers. And Alabama it might have the best receivers we've seen yeah. on a college team in decades. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that Dave, who is, you know, he's not given to that kind of hyperbole, the fact that they're in the discussion, that tells you a lot, you know, because where does Minnesota recruiting come from? You know, we never have been sitting here saying Minnesota is building something with recruiting, but they've got it going, and I'll be interested to see. You know, they've got a tough finish. They still got, they go to Iowa this week, and then, um, they go to Northwestern, not a big deal, but then they uh, have a home date with Wisconsin. So, you know, they've got they've got a lot of football to play, but boy, they sure look like they can handle it. Yeah, and even in the worst not the worst case scenario, but let's say say they they win the West and uh, and lose to Ohio State, boy, they're looking at the uh, you know they haven't they haven't been to the Rose Bowl in what's nineteen sixty or something like that sixty one something. Yeah, that sounds about right. That would be. So, I mean, uh, things are shaping up. Um, Blau, Blau, right right here is where you give us your your double platinum lock of the week. <laughs> double platinum <laughs> lock of the week. Right coming yep. up on Saturday in, in Iowa City, Iowa. The Iowa Hawkeyes will end the undefeated season of the Minnesota Gophers. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, uh, no. I, the only problem, the only, I, I want to believe that, Blau. The only problem I have with it is that Iowa doesn't, score the ball as they say you know i hate that phrase but who's we're the only way they can win that game is like 12 to 7 or something and that's, i don't know that you can hold minnesota down that's, that's yeah. a possibility but i, I go by Herbie, I, I go by the minnesota as, as, as well as it's played this year is not used to the bright lights in big city this is going through them last week they got a big dose of it and and everyone is praising them to the world as, as you just did and and and, and 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 you know, David Jones did, I'm sure, and, and they moved to the top ten. It's a letdown factor on the road. Who knows what the weather conditions are going to be like? The big teams, the OSUs and the Alabamas and the Ohio States, they can handle those because they're used to it every week. Minnesota is not used to it. I think this will be a letdown, and I think the deep, I, I think there'll be a low scoring game, and I, I think it's going to be. I, I, why, why is Iowa State favorite? Why is Iowa favorite then? The, Guys in Vegas, see what's happening. Iowa's favorite undefeated team. Well, I, well, I know, but why? Why was Minnesota a, a, a touchdown underdog against Penn State? You know, what I mean, why was LSU a touchdown underdog? That's or, right. Uh, Alabama. Was Alabama was favored. They like Penn State better, but I, I, I agree with you. But that's 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 my that's my call. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I'm picking games this week. Don't, don't follow me, of course. You know. <laughs> well, that that's going to be my my column. By the time people hear this, they'll they'll see it. But I, I, I've got a Minnesota column that we're going to put on the website on Tuesday, and I, I agree. You know, I, I don't know how how Minnesota can keep this going. On the other hand, you look at their scores. They for all the close games they had, the first four. They've been blowing people out ever since, and that Penn State game was not as close as the final score. Uh, they're, no, they're, I don't know what exactly what they're doing, but boy, they, if they keep doing it, they're going to be tough. Yeah. Oh, Harvey, can I throw in one thing here though? Is the X factor, and here's the, here's the total inside information. Here's one thing that's, that's going to work against Minnesota. PJ Fleck. You know what PJ Fleck came from? 
Where did he come from? Yeah, where, where, where was he? Western Michigan. Before, no, yeah. Before that, well, he was at he was at Western Michigan. Before that, uh, all right. Well, yeah. well, are you gonna are you gonna bring us a Rutgers connection? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Watch out! Watch out! Well, that, that'll be my lock of the week coming up later. But yeah, I I was I was impressed that the voters who don't always get it right. I mean, Minnesota took a. a unbelievable leap and and as they sh- should have uh you know going from where they were last week they were 17 in the in the cfp ranking but uh and i'm glad the ap and the coaches you know got their acts together and put minnesota at least you know ahead of penn state because there was a you know 13, 12 13 point gap between those schools so that was good i you know and i just thought of this question but I'll ask it now, and again, we the ranking will be out by the time you hear this. Does it matter? And and look, the, Oregon has uh, is sitting there. They were idle. Uh, Utah and Oregon were idle. Does it matter that Rob Mullins is the chair of, of the selection committee? Not that he has any influence, but do you think that Oregon will get more respect in the room just because uh, you know their AD is sitting there? You know, it's like, is there any factor there? No, none uh, zero. I okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, look, is it is it not gonna? It's not gonna be very much fun for for Rob to walk Rob Mullins to walk back into that room and be told that his team didn't make it if they don't make it. Right, that's not gonna be a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, the way you, know, you guys have been in that room, the way that they right. vote, you, you don't, you don't have. To, you're not casting your ballot, and he's looking right at you. Okay, he's not going to know how <laughs> you voted. Right. It's all—all all the voting is, is, is anonymous, and there's a lot of redundancy built into the thing. So, but I will—I will say this, guys, and we talked about it. I talked about this with some folks. The thing about Oregon, you know, if they, if they went out and they and they win the Pac-12 championship, they would have won 12 straight games after losing in the last second. Mm-hmm. To Auburn on a neutral site. That's that's a pretty damn good resume. Uh, and so I, I, I still think Oregon's got a very good chance to yeah. this if they can win out. Here's, yeah, here's, I, I would agree with that. You know, we, we this conversation would take a very different spin, as you point out, Tony. If if not for you know, all credit to Auburn for making that big late touchdown. But if if Oregon holds on there, I mean, I you know, we always we talk about eye test. And if Oregon plays well down this next stretch and they get to, to 12 wins, we're going to say, and, and they have that eye test going for them, I, I don't see why they can't be in. I, I think, the, you know, the, lose, the losing to Auburn hurts, no doubt, but it's not a deal breaker. Yeah, uh, Tony, uh, watch out for Auburn. I mean, you look at the spoilers in this thing. Oh, yeah. Auburn can really wreck. I mean, they can help Oregon. You lay, They beat uh, – Georgia, that helps Oregon. Uh, they beat Alabama, that might help Auburn. I mean, there's there's, nope. there's still a scenario where Auburn makes the playoff. I mean, if I, uh, uh, you know, uh, they I need LSU, but LSU has to lose. That I understand. I understand that part of it. But they can be a they can be a wrecker. They can wreck a lot of dreams. I don't know if they will. I I, I told my Alabama friends. I said, you you got to call for. I mean, I told my. My Alabama friends, you have got to pull for Auburn. Okay, yeah. Auburn needs to beat Georgia. All right, 
then that means if you were to beat Auburn, that that enhances it a yeah. little bit more. But listen, I, I'm going to be at I'm going to be at Auburn on Tuesday, and I can tell you what what their story is. Their story is, hey, we can't we can't win the SEC championship, but we can we can wreck the season oh. for Georgia and we can wreck the season for Alabama. Okay, if Alabama loses to Auburn on November thirtieth. They're not even in the discussion, okay, right, right, right. in the final vote. They're done. Georgia, Georgia can lose to Auburn and still beat Texas A&M and get to Atlanta. But any, you know, who knows, if, if even if they won the SEC championship, if the committee would put them in with two losses. Yeah. So they, Auburn has the opportunity to potentially wreck both Georgia <laughs> yes, right. and Alabama season. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. And, uh, I, Blau, I'm going to, I'm going to give this one to you. I've got a sportsmanship question. I think you brought this up in, in relation to what Clemson was going to do, but l- yep. l- listen to this, <laughs> l- listen to this, listen to this step. And Florida, Florida won a game, uh, Saturday 56 to zero and they dropped in both in the polls just because of the circumstances. Ohio State won, scored 73 points, and they're probably going to drop uh, in the uh, in the ranking tomorrow to LSU, and that's right. But what about what does this say about sportsmanship? Where these teams are now, and in the old BCS um, rankings, as we'll all recall, there was a margin. Remember the margin of victory cap they had in yep. uh, mm-hmm. in, in yep. the formula where it didn't matter if you beat a team by so many points. Well, now it matters, I think, or, or, or at least teams think it matters, and, and they're going out and putting a hammer down. Mark Louchin, is this good for the sport? No, but it's, it's, it's reality. And we, we saw that four or five years ago when the committee really embarrassed itself when it, when it had, I think, Baylor had a TCU uh, in, in its last regular season rankings, and Baylor goes out and wins like 65 to nothing and gets dropped in the Final Four uh, because they got boxed. I mean, that's, I mean, teams recognize that, like, I mean, Tony was talking about Alabama. I guarantee you, Nick Saban is going to have with, with Alabama. Nick Saban is going to have Alabama score fifty more points every game he can for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. to try Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be no. I mean, you're going to see the first string in 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 the, in the fourth quarter. You're going to see throwing passes in, like like Clemson. Clemson, Clemson pushed the envelope by throwing a pass for. A, I mean, in a in a forty nine to seven game against. Uh, Come on. I mean, that's the process is done. We're talking about reality of, of, of the playoffs. That's the way it is. Dab- Dabo scored his last touchdown with two seconds left and the ball on the two yard line. Okay. Herb, go ahead. Let me let me bring this up. If 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 and I'm not saying I would want to do it, but if we had the old system where there were two teams playing and you didn't have a four-team thing, and you said LSU is going to play Ohio State. Now, everybody outside of the sphere of Clemson would go, yeah, I want to see that game. I mean, Clemson would have a legitimate Mm -hmm. gripe. I mean, and there have been times like that where I'm trying to think, was it, Tony, wasn't it years ago that an Auburn team got left out? 2004, 2004, 13-0. Well, you know, but you could have that. I mean, this would be a year where, you know, if we were doing it right now and then and, and the world said LSU and Ohio State, I don't think there would be too many quibbles outside of the, outside of the Clemson world. Um, 
the uh, the 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 Pac-12 office called and 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 said that I forgot to. I had a note here and I want I wanted to get it in. I these there there is a, a it's called Sports Sorts Analytics it has the uh, teams oppo- opponent win percentage this year for all the undefeated teams and one loss teams. Um, who do you think has has played the, uh, this schedule with the uh, the best winning record of their opponents right now? Oregon. Well, Oregon. Fifth. Uh, Oregon has uh, opponents have won fifty eight percent of their games. They are leading the pack. Uh, Penn State is second. Irby fifty seven percent. Tony Georgia's looking strong fifty two percent. LSU. Clemson had a like that. Well, they're 40, about... 48, they're 48%. LSU's 50, 57%, which only enhances their number one status. Uh, Minnesota, 51, 55. Alabama, 47% winning percentage for their opponents. So that just kind of just gives you another different look at what's going on. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, and I saw this, you know, if you watch the Iowa State uh, Oklahoma game. I thought about this. Iowa State goes for two in the end. Uh, they really are not. They aren't planning for anything, and and they had nothing nothing to lose. But that this is the second time this year where a school that really isn't playing for anything other than what they're playing for. I mean, there are no, no national playoff implications. Uh, North Carolina goes for two. Uh, Clemson fails. Uh, at home, and then Iowa State goes for two against Oklahoma, fails, Oklahoma wins. Those are two huge, huge uh, wins or losses in, in terms of implications for the playoff. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, if, if North Carolina and Iowa State were in the kind of in the running either for the conference or for the playoff, don't they go, f- don't they kick the field goal and play for overtime? Um, it yes, just, absolutely. Yes, sure. It, it's just no so. Question. So this, you know, you get so many, you know, there's so many little things that turn a season that can turn your playoff hopes or, or and look, Oklahoma loses, they're out. And, and Clemson loses that game. They're, they're looking, they're on the outside looking in too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just funny how many little things happen. And, and look at Baylor this year. <laughs> I mean, Baylor has won so many games that you you know you can't believe the way they've won games overtime double overtime last second field goal yet they're do we think they're legitimate or 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 we're just gonna have to wait until Saturday and so I mean our, uh, I don't know I don't know I I don't know about Baylor but I mean well they're like minutes yeah. go ahead Matt Matt Rule oh no Matt Rule is a very good coach yeah Matt Rule is a very good coach I mean a very good coach. The NFL is going to come after him. But you sit there and watch Baylor play. They, As you said, Duke, they have found ways to win games, but they don't overly impress you. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I got Baylor at 12 right now. And I'm, they're going to be, I want to see them play Oklahoma. If they beat, if they beat Oklahoma, okay, I'm going to take it. I'll take a different look at Baylor. But the, can they get there? Yeah. Uh, uh, say, yeah. Go ahead, Herb. I was going to say, very similar to Minnesota because. They don't have that strength of schedule, but you know they're beating the people that they're playing. Are they in the playoff if they win out? That's uh, I, you know that's break. probably probably not because it's Baylor. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know you look at it. I, I mean, we're gonna they get they get ripped for their non conference schedule. It's pretty bad. 
And uh, let me let me give you somebody's non-conference schedule. If a team plays Duke, New Mexico <laughs> State, and Southern Miss, <laughs> what would you say about don't, that non-conference? <laughs> don't forget, hey, don't forget Western Carolina now. Okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot you yeah, because they don't even play nine conference teams. <laughs> yeah, they, they play Western Carolina next week. Yeah. Western Carolina, well. <laughs> Well, I mean that's that's the thing. Uh, it's it's Tony. It's the Alabama factor, and that's why I think yeah. the hardest move someone's going to have to make to be like writing a check for you know million dollars to somebody is to move Oregon ahead of Alabama. I mean that's I, it. Just it's not in there. Your fingers you just can't you can't type those words. And I think that's why I, I don't think it's even going to happen in the committee. I think Georgia might move into that four spot. But if Oregon ends up ahead of Alabama in these in these rankings this week, I'll be I'll be really surprised. And it's and, <laughs> and I think it's I think it's the Alabama factor, Tony. It's just because well, I, I don't I, I, I live I live with it every day, boys. Yeah. I mean I, it is it, it is there. It is real. I'm Blah, how many times have I said, why you, Why is Alabama doing this? I said, because they're Alabama. No. Alabama. Okay. I, they I, are Alabama. I'm, Just like yeah. they are Notre Dame. It's the same thing. I'm a, I must have watched a different game than everybody else. I thought I, LSU, I thought, was clearly the better team. Alabama was a home favorite, and, you know, they were down by 12 with a you know, minute left, and they scored a – a touchdown is still inexplicable, <laughs> Tony. On on whatever defensive. You mean you mean, you mean running press coverage when you're up two scores against Devontae Smith? That... You, you, is, is that the, is that the call you're talking about? Wow, that's uh, the sitting, one. We're sitting there in the press box going, "What are they doing?" They should have had pack line defense. I mean, that should have been like Virginia basketball, right? I mean, they should have been playing pack well, pack line on the forty. Tua looks over there, and a guy and a guy is playing press coverage on Devontae Smith. He said, "Okay, <laughs> boom." I mean, come on. That was uh, that was just dumb. That's the kind of things that get here's, you. Here's, yeah. Here's, here's a question, guys. After watching these first half on Saturday, right? How many how 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 many of you guys? I mean, thought that the game was over. Uh, I did not. I did not because. Well, I, I thought LSU was going to win the game. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. And your buddy, your buddy Gary Danielson, the Duke, was saying this. He said LSU cannot win the game with thirty-three points. They That's got right. To score more than that. He was right. He was right about that. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's, that's Alabama. That's Alabama football. That's, but, that's the reason they're Alabama. Right. Hey, look, I, I saw I saw Alabama come back from the dead and beat the Georgia Bulldogs two years in a row. <laughs> one with one for the national championship and one for the SEC championship. Well, That's what Alabama does. Uh, Mark, tell us again about the, the, the Alabama factor. And um, you, were, you, know, you were saying uh, that even though they were down by 20 at half, that people weren't convinced that LSU was going to win. Most people, most people, and a lot of teams like Notre Dame and, and, and I see Miami, and I see that teams do it. But they're down 30, down 20 points at halftime, it's over. And with Alabama, it's only even says, see it before we've all seen it. That game wasn't over. And, and your, your buddy, Gary Daniels from CBS, uh, Luke was saying, LSU could not win the game with 33 points. And he was right. They had to score 40, they had to score 46 mm-hmm. to win. I mean, that's Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's, why they get the, that's why they get the, the, the benefit of the doubt. Right. That's, that's the difference of Alabama. And Tony, the crime of the century would have been 
had Alabama recovered that onside kick and gone on to, to, to win that game. Oh, my. It not only would have ruined LSU's season, but, I mean, what after what Joe Burrow did in that game, which was, you know, just Heisman-esque. Uh, oh, I know. I know. Just it, unbelievable. It, you know, we just – but as Blau just said, we've seen Alabama do it so many times. We – you know, we, we – uh, you know, we know about the SEC championship game last year and the national championship game two years before. But you know what? Alabama's playing Clemson out in Glendale, Arizona, and, and it's going back and forth. And Nick Saban kicks an onside kick because he yeah. needs to steal a possession because he's not because they're not stopping. And so Alabama, Alabama is a champion. They play like a champion. They didn't play like a champion in the first half of that game, but they came out in the second in the second half and played well. And Blau is right. Alabama does get the benefit of the doubt because they've done it so mm-hmm. many times. Sorry. Okay, let, uh, let's get into this weekend's games. A lot of good ones, and we talked about it earlier. This is this is watch out weekend. You, uh, Blau, you talked about uh, Minnesota at Iowa, but I I see a lot of watch outs. Um, uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, Herbie, I mean Indiana at Penn State. Indiana quietly becoming. Uh, a lot better team than we thought they were. Is that a watch out for Penn State coming? Or, 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 uh, or you know, I wouldn't think so. I mean, that, that's like a, a two touchdown spread, and I, I, you know, I haven't decided which side I would come down on that one. Not yet. I mean, Indiana is another one of those teams that you know they've they've done some good. You know, they got a lot of wins, but I don't know who yeah. they beat. Uh, no, I wouldn't worry about that one. Wisconsin and Nebraska. I mean, the really outside of the you know. Michigan State and Michigan, you wouldn't think that's going to be a game either. Uh, you know, all eyes are going to be on Minnesota, Iowa, and uh, you know, and then that that game at Auburn uh, is, is of interest outside of the South because, as as Tony and and uh, everyone has mentioned, you know, that's got implications. That's going to open doors for people if it goes the right way. It's funny. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Michigan, and and you were saying, well. Look who they have left to play, and what are they? What are they going to do? Penn State, Michigan State. Well, you know, now all of a sudden, Michigan State doesn't look like much of an obstacle, uh, and and you know, why, and now Ohio State that that's looking like that could be, you know, a, a phenomenal. Well, it'll game be a tough. It'd be a competitive game. Yeah, I mean, I think that Michigan's season really turned in that second half yeah. against Penn State. Exactly. Even though they came up short. They did some things that showed you that they could be, you know, competitive against quality opponents. And I think that you're right. I mean, that's turned around a lot, you know. And then by drilling Notre Dame, you know, they they built on it, and now they look very formidable. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't expect Michigan State to give them much of a battle. Even my my good Spartan friend that I spoke to this earlier uh, today, he doesn't think they're going to cover the 14 points. Um, yeah. You know, they're, 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 Michigan is, is really right at the ship. And, and, you know, the other thing I would, I would say is I would not be surprised if Mark Antonio is not back at Michigan State. Mm. You know, and, and that's just a hunch. I don't really have information. And I just think that he might be tired of it. it this is going to be their third disappointing season in the last four. Uh, you know, he's at an age like 63 or thereabouts where, it's just you know, but and those people are turning on him a little bit. We'll see how that goes. Uh, right. You know, I mean, to blow that Illinois game and they blew a twenty-five point lead against Illinois that on was, Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that's hard yeah, to come back. Um, good news, Herbie, uh, for Northwestern. They play in UMass this week, so 
Sounds like the why the cats might might be able to yeah, pick yeah. up. So. I'm still waiting to hear from Blau about you know I'm going to put up some deep dish pizza. What Ooh. you got going for that, Blau? I'm not going anywhere near. <laughs> He's not food. touching you. <laughs> no lobster rolls. Come on, I can taste the lobster roll. <laughs> Will you give me sixty, Herbie? I'll take sixty in your mess. Uh, let me get 60? back to you on that. Oh my God, he's got to study that one. Uh, I think it's thirty something. Mr. College foot, Football, Tony, any chance that Bama has a letdown at Mississippi State, or or is this just going to be uh, pay? Uh, just, they got to take it out on somebody. I don't think Mississippi. I'm sure they'll have a letdown, but it's not going to. It's not, not going to matter. Mississippi State. No, yeah. it's not going to matter. And, yeah. and as Blau pointed out a few minutes ago, they understand going into this game, they have got to beat this team by as many right. points as they can possibly beat them to maintain. You know, depending on where they are in the rankings, but to, to even be in the discussion, they got to be the heck out of everybody else they play, yeah. or or it's over. And yeah. So yeah, they will. They will not have a letdown. Uh, Weird game, Florida at Missouri. That's that's just a weird game. I don't know that. No, that's a trap. Missouri might be done though, right? I mean, uh, well, the, the problem is quarterback. Yeah, Kelly Bryant, Kelly Bryant. Did, didn't play didn't play much last week because of a bad bad shoulder. But here's the deal with Florida guys: is that they're still not out of it. No, no, no. Right? Now they'll know where this is their last conference game. By the way, they play Florida State uh, in the in their last game. If they were to win, they would finish six and two in the SEC, okay, with losses to Georgia and LSU. If Georgia loses Saturday to Auburn, which is certainly possible, then they play their final conference game against Texas A&M at home. Mm. If if Georgia were to lose that game, they would finish the conference five and three with losses to South Carolina, Auburn, and Texas A&M, and Florida would go to the SEC championship. Wow. So at the end of the day, we'll know at the end of the day, if, if even if Florida beats Missouri, if Georgia beats Auburn, they lock up a spot in Atlanta. Wow. And the, worst, the, worst, the worst they can finish is 6-2, and two, and they have the tiebreaker over Florida. And, you know, we talked about Auburn being the, uh, the spoiler. Texas A&M has, <laughs> has, has a lot to – if, if Jimbo's boys can – you know, uh, can get it get going in one of these last two important games. They could have an impact too. Georgia, uh, Georgia uh, at Auburn should. I think it's going to be terrific, Tony. What uh, you, you still like your dogs? Uh, here's here's the issue. Well, first of all, Vegas has got Georgia three point uh, three point favorite. Yeah, that's that's basically nothing on the road. So it's really it's really a pick'em game. The issue for Georgia is their offensive line got beat up in yep. the Missouri game. They think they're going to have most of those guys back. I was in Athens earlier today. The big big injury is Lawrence Kager. He's the guy who had seven catches, had a big big game against okay. Florida. Georgia doesn't beat Florida without Lawrence Kager. He Ooh. re-injured his shoulder. Uh, when I was there early this morning, they don't know about his status until later on in the week, I was told. If Lawrence Kager, Kager cannot play, that is not good for Georgia because Georgia's going to have to throw the ball against what is the best defensive line in college football at Auburn. Wow. Well well put. Mm-hmm. Um, watch out game out west, and this might sound funny, but I think it might be – 
UCLA at Utah, both of them had off weeks, but the Bruins, who looked so terrible early, uh, they are won three. Not only have they won three straight, they control their destiny in the South Division. I mean, if they beat Utah, um, they can win the South, and and the Chipsters seem to have turned it around. I still think Utah at home is is, is going to be tough to beat, but UCLA is you know it's not like it's like looking at Illinois a month ago and saying well they're terrible well not not anymore, um, so that's and of course we talked about Oklahoma at Baylor, uh, another one in the group we really didn't talk about group of five, uh, man who's gonna who's gonna take this thing, I, you know, Tony I was surprised uh, your Appala- Appalachian State Mountaineers they beat. They beat South Carolina and North Carolina this year, and they, that is correct. And and that they're not correct there, but they still haven't made a, a dent in the uh, in either the uh, you know traditional polls. I guess you know that loss to Georgia Southern just just killed them. But um, that's a pretty good thing to put on your mantle at the end of the end of the season. I, I think I think I think the Mountaineers have deserved consideration. Yeah, it's a three it's a three point loss to Georgia Southern on the road. Yeah, watch Facebook, that game, which is a hard. Hard place, hard place to play. Yeah. So Appalachian State, who who else has taken on an ACC team in the group of five? Who's Who has played an ACC team and an SEC team and sure. beaten them both? Well, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, boy, yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. Uh, Boise beat uh, Florida State, but, uh, you know, I can't think of an, another example of where, where a team has done that. So that's a good point. And, uh, Memphis at Houston, interesting, maybe. Uh, possibly watch out for Memphis. Uh, is that it? We missing anything? You know, I, I would throw out Navy at Notre oh, yeah. Dame. Sure. Uh, you know, that, that's, a, you know it, it, Vegas has it, you know, Navy's getting nine or ten points. But Navy is a one-loss team. And, you know, they're still in a lot of discussion for American uh, conference yeah. stories. I mean, they're going to have SMU the week after that. Uh, you know, and, and that conference is so good that there's a lot of things that can happen from week to week. But Navy runs that option, and you know, you don't know how how well Notre Dame is going to play it. You don't know how like, interested Notre Dame is going to be. I mean, they they played really well at Duke uh, on Saturday night, but you know, they just barely got past Virginia Tech the week before. So you know, that could be you know, that's a game that you know people should keep an eye on yeah. as you flip around the dial. Uh, that could be a real interesting uh, game. It is a Jer- Jersey guy. What happens if Navy is the team, the group of five consideration yeah. on selection Sunday, and they still have to play Army? What happens? How, do, how does that work they, out? They, they committed. They have they, they, they committed. They have to wait to pick the, the group of five because they can't they can't award Navy the bid, uh, and, and then they go out with the Army. I mean that that was one of the problems of playing the. The Army Navy game uh, after after the championships. I mean, if, if, if Navy is the the um, AAC champion, I mean they they, they can't give them the the, 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 the and they have the highest rank. They can't get the the uh, the ranking yeah. until they play Army. So what what do they do? They just don't uh, award that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think they have the contingency. <laughs> I think they'll just get the next five front team. Yeah. All right. Probably it, it would make sense just to do two scenarios. Um, if Navy wins, this is it, and if Navy loses, this is it. But yeah, not right. very satisfying. But you can't wait a week. You can't make everybody else wait a week. That's no, I, I would think. So. Well, 
I'll bet, I'll bet you that, 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 you know, as we've seen, expect the worst case scenario in these things. Well, that can't happen, can it? Yes, it can. Well, I got a better one for you, Duke. Is right. The Orange Bowl is going to have a problem. All right, make it fast. Uh, because because uh, Clemson is going to go to the Final Four, we assume. But the Orange Bowl is going to be taking the next. They might be an unranked team. They might have a four-loss ACC team playing in the Orange Bowl. Ooh. That doesn't sound good. That's like when Illinois came to the Rose Bowl that one year. Nobody was happy about that. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Dick Butkus. Uh, So, anyway, that's it. Great job. We will uh, reconvene next week, we think, we hope. And until then, adios. All right. All right, boys. Good job. Happy travels. Thank you.